I think you know? this. I think this series has gone off the rails on more than one occasion. All of his, like I felt like all the exposition was very, very tight. And well done. Does William Shatner know that he's not a captain of a starship? Just like Ricky Bobby, he's covering his bases. Yeah, same with Tom Cruise, you know. Yeah. Go ahead and say it, Phil. She's loud and proud. Put it in the trailer. (laughs) It's like, once you start it, it's like, okay, I got to see where this is going. Yeah, I I like the the setup of the movie a lot. That was the weakest part of that scene. Sure. That's That's an emotional swing for 24, 48 hours. All right. We're back. This time... We are going to do Elf sort of as a bonus Christmas episode prior to some of the official episodes of season three. We thought we'd try to get in under the wire and at least have a Christmas movie like we did last year. And this was the one last year we did Fred Claus. This year we're doing Elf. Elf. Because if you go back and listen to the Fred Claus episode, me personally, I have no feelings. And that <laughs> one didn't get me. And right. Elf doesn't get me, but I enjoy it more. Okay. And I think Elf came out before Fred Claus. Elf was in... 03. Two, three, yeah, 2003. When did, when did Fred Claus... Fred oh, Claus came out later? Six, oh, seven, I think. That's all right. Either way, <clears throat> I, I remember when we talked about Fred Claus that I was like, eh, it's no Elf. Oh. So... I almost have the... Okay, we'll get into it. I almost have the exact opposite uh-huh. feeling, but that's fine. Yeah, no, so... <clears throat> no laying down the law this time? Like, if you don't like... Fred Claus, we can't be friends, or if you like Elf, we can't be no, friends, I, like we I did with I, Lebowski. Right? No, I think <laughs> Lebowski is not that. Not that Fred Claus or Elf are anywhere near Lebowski. No, but, <clears throat> but I think yeah, Lebowski is a character test, in my opinion. Whatever. Well, with with Elf, these these are Christmas movies. Yeah, they're all silly. I I right. think that they're shotgun method. With a shotgun method, you just there's so much Christmas material out there. Right. Whatever sticks, people are happy with. Elf is is one of those things that stuck with me, makes me happy. Fred Claus is one of those things that sticks with you. Mariah Carey sticks with some people. Sure. Michael Bublé and their mm-hmm. Christmas stuff. I can't handle it. Mm-hmm. But Elf I like is, Michael Bublé. Yeah, but Elf is more my speed. Obviously, I started out this Christmas season with the, the dropping of the Hans. Right. Uh, Die Hard <clears throat> is my first uh, Christmas movie of the season. So Elf was number two. Yeah, Lethal Weapon is going to be up there with me, so... We do that anyway for Christmas movies. Christmas movies, yeah. yeah. Lethal Weapon, Lethal Weapon's a Christmas movie. It starts with a Christmas yeah, as song, as much as Die Hard is, yeah, yeah, yeah. And neither one of those are Christmas movies. Oh, me. I have an argument. I'm, I'm for in that. that, I'm in that camp. You're, you're in the Die Hard's not a Christmas movie camp. No, that's the camp I'm in. Yeah, how am I, I, just, know, how I, am I just finding out about this? I it know, takes, I, it takes why would place I ever... at Christmas times, but it's not a fucking Christmas movie. <sighs> like, think about the spirit of. Fred Claus and Elf, right? Die yeah. Hard Lethal Weapon are nothing like those movies, and there's a reason for that. Well, those are movies wait a minute. for people who hate Christmas music and Christmas movies, of which the only I Christmas movie yeah. to me <laughs> yeah. is about the nativity that that would be a Christmas movie. Anything that takes place at Christmas that mentions Christmas, it's a Christmas movie. Well, <clears throat> if you talk about the spirit of Christmas, maybe Die Hard and Lethal Weapon aren't, but agreed with that. Yeah, because that means everything Shane Black wrote is a Christmas movie. Well, he does, yeah, he because he puts Christmas in like almost all of his movies. There's Christmas I, yes. in Iron Man three. There's Christmas in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. There's Christmas right at the end of Nice Girl. Oh, Nice Girls, Nice Guys. Yes, none of those are Christmas movies. Okay, so I, I get where you're coming from. None of those are Christmas movies. However, 
if we're in a series of Hallmark Christmas movies Whoa. and those <laughs> things, and somebody's like, hey, James, you pick a Christmas movie. I'm going to go Die Hard. Yeah, sure. Die Hard's a Christmas Any excuse to watch Die Hard or Lethal Weapon? I'm with you on that. I'm with, I'm, like, that yeah. makes sense. In man. the Christmas time, hey, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. There's just, yeah, there's a cheese factor that you can get into very quickly with Christmas stuff, like the music. Yeah. Ugh, I am so done with Christmas music. Well, Lead the Weapon starts with Jingle Bells. That's what I'm saying. But it's 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 not... It's you got not, a topless chick jumping off the roof and smash. That's what I'm saying. Die Hard. Uh, not uh, your average weapon. Christmas movie. Yeah, it's it's Christmas <laughs> movies for people who are sta- tired of the, the cream and sugar. Nah, that, that's what Bad Santa is. Well, And that's right. right up there with... Lethal Weapon and Die Hard, in my opinion. He's fucking Santa. Like, Bad Santa's a Christmas movie. But he's a thief. Office Party. Bad Office Santa Christmas is- Party is a, is a Christmas movie. There's there's Christmas movies out there that aren't Hallmark, that are furthest thing from. I just don't yeah. think these action movies are... Like I said, and these are, you know, two of the best movies ever made, but they're I not, get, they're not I get Christmas the movies. Uh, I get it, but in my... You will not sway I think it doesn't bother me. People are like, oh, it's a Christmas movie. I'm like, whatever. I just, I'm in the camp that uh, they're not. I can't classify them as Christmas movies. All right. Okay. No, but Hans dropped off Nakatomi. It is officially Christmas yeah, this is, season. Yeah. The dropping of the Hans is a thing, man. It's my thing. <laughs> my thing also. <laughs> I have a, a Christmas advent calendar where Hans is falling. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. <laughs> See? So, cool. yeah, yeah it's right. Christmas related. Well, we're going to do Elf, which is categorically a Christmas movie. For sure. And we'll talk about it. We're going to start action with movie? Action movie? Yeah. Uh, sure. Elf tried, Buddy tries to get some action with Jovi, but <laughs> anyway, we're going to start with notable quotables here. Yeah. You yes, ready? please. Yes, please. You want us to move on? Yeah. Yes, please. All right. Let me. Sherry's turn. Let's do, I, I, go ahead. Let's do our bumper and then Sherry can berate us for whatever. Okay. I don't know why I prepared these. Go ahead. All right. All right let's do our bumper. We'll start. Hold on. <laughs> All right, Sherry. Okay. All my quotes <clears throat> for this one are Christmas quotes, or m- quotes from Christmas movies. Okay. Oh. Well, Chris might not agree that the movie is a Christmas movie. Well, we'll see, <laughs> because I okay. make a difference. All right. All right. First one, you hear it all the time. And I yes, it's in another movie, but this is not the, I'm not talking about the, mov- the movie that it, the scene is in. I'm talking about what movie is the scene from. Okay. Okay, look, Daddy. Teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. I may know, but I'm not sure of the title. It's in Christmas Vacation, but it's not Christmas Vacation. The actual movie. The actual movie. Oh, it's a uh, 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 Wonderful Life. Yes, yeah, it's a Wonderful say, Life. I, didn't, I wasn't sure, so right, yes, wonderful it's life. a Wonderful yeah. Life. And I was like, yes, the scene is in Christmas Vacation, but no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it's a Wonderful Life. All right. Again, I my. Patience for that kind of movie is very limited. Wonderful Life. Ugh. Oh, it's a good movie. Uh, I thought you were talking about Christmas Vacation. Even Christmas Vacation. I'd, I'd like it better. Yeah. I mean, okay. But even that's getting, I don't know. Okay. We're going to like not be friends by the end of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, Second one. This will be- now, y'all, <laughs> you're going to, everybody knows this one. But it's, it's, it's something you may hear and not know where it comes from. All right. You'll shoot your eye out. Oh, yeah. Christmas story is what I think of. Christmas yes. story, yeah. Yep, that's yeah. it. Red Rider BB gun. Okay. All right. And the last one is, now I have a machine gun. 
ho, oh, ho, yeah. ho. Well, if you don't know that one, I'm not even, yeah, that's Die Hard, obviously. Die hard. All right. So, ho, ho, ho. That's a Christmas saying. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, it, well, it happened at a Christmas party. There you yeah. go. So, <laughs> on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Look at Chris's face. But it's He's not a rolling movie. his eyes. Okay. <laughs> Chris, Christmas is well, the backdrop in those movies. The, the, the spirit of Christmas, and I think this is brought out even in Elf and certainly in Fred Claus, is the spirit of forgiveness and family. And certainly that are those are prevailing themes in Die Hard. And Lethal Weapon. And Lethal Weapon. Martin Riggs, his, his, his rebirth to oh, new yes. life, you know? Yes. Well, and, and well, before we get any further, there was one quote that I really, really wanted to say, but it was so long that I just, I couldn't write it all down and I can't say it by memory. But one of the best quotes in a Christmas movie is in Christmas Vacation when uh, Clark goes off at the end and he, when he actually yells, hallelujah, holy shit, where's the Tylenol? Where's the Tylenol? That is one of the funniest scenes to, I mean, quotes to me. But anyway. All right. Well, good choices. Yeah, yes. for sure. All right. Even though one of them is not a, Technically a Christmas movie, according to Chris. Well, didn't the according screenplay writer say it was a Christmas movie? The screen, Bruce Willis says that it's a Bruce Willis movie. Yeah, but he you know, said that is. That is roast or whatever. Yeah. Shane Black purposely puts all of his movies at yeah. Christmas time. It's so. just bang bang is at Christmas, isn't it? Again, any excuse to watch a Shane Black movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Christmas movie, sure, whatever. Absolutely. So. All right. We ready for okay. Money Thank Critics fans? No, you're welcome. Those yeah. good choices. All right. Money Critics fans. All right. Money Critics fans on Elf, 85% of the critics gave this three and a half stars or more. And this did surprise me, 79% on the audience. I would have thought those numbers would have almost been reversed, that the audience score would have been higher. Even on Letterboxd, the main scores sort of hit right in the middle and overall on Letterboxd with, is a 3.4 out of 5. So I would have thought that some of the fans would have appreciated this more. It is has become a Christmas classic, it could be argued, I think. So I was a little surprised by those numbers. Money, it was a budget of... 33. 33? Yeah, that's what I'm showing, 33 million. Okay, yes. Oh, yeah, budget 33 million right there. Domestic, 178 million. International, 49 million for 227 million, 356,156 worldwide. So it absolutely killed it. 30 million versus 227. So essentially $200 million profit minus, you know, budgeting and or advertising and all that. But again, I would have thought the audience score would have been a little higher. This was Will Ferrell's first movie, like first thing on a Saturday Night Live, I believe. Really? Oh, wow. And John Favreau, not yep. his first directorial movie, obviously, but this was right there before Zathura and then Iron Man. I, I know he, he did Iron Man, it. yeah. Yeah, so... This was before, like, old school and stuff? In 93. I'm sorry, 2003? Yeah. Is that when this was released? They were Him, filmed yeah. at the same time. Okay. And Roxbury was after that as well? <clears throat> I didn't realize that. That was, this was first. Yeah, November 7th, totally 2003. I, thought he, I just thought maybe he was more well-known, but I, I don't know that for a fact. Maybe. Let me look up IMDb real quick, because... Yeah. And did I read that correct? John Favreau actually co-wrote the screenplay? No, it was no, it was written by David um, Birnbaum. Yeah, there you go. Birnbaum. And it said written by like. Well, it it's Director when I John looked at Favreau. 
Yeah, when I looked it up, though, it said that he co-wrote it. Oh, and yeah. and I'm like... The credits I, on the movie were, yeah, just written by the by David. Okay. Well, it was, yeah, it must have been something that I was looking <clears throat> I mean... So, not, not his first movie, but his first starring role. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah, because yeah. you're right. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, Ladies Man, Zoolander... I forgot he was in all that. And then oh, Old yeah. School and Elf Austin Powers and stuff. Three. That was late 90s as well. Obey my dog. Those were bit roles, but. Yeah, so this <laughs> is his first. Starring vehicle where starring he's the guy and he's not. Because even Roxbury, he had the other, the other guy to lean on or whatever, yeah, right? Catan, yeah. Chris Catan. There you go. And then Old School, you got all the. Yeah, other. it was an ensemble. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, yeah, so first starring role by himself. All right. All right. So, I would have thought the critic, the fans would have been a little higher just because. Uh, of how it did, and certainly it has become a staple of the Christmas season, but, you know, who knows? Even on Letterboxd, like I said, the average score is only three and a half, which surprised me. I would have thought this would have been more loved. Yeah, it's weird <clears throat> looking up the writer, David Berenbaum. Yeah. The other stuff he's done, the Spiderwick Chronicles, Zoom, the Haunted Mansion, uh, that was in 2003, Haunted Mansion. Eddie Murphy? Then, I yes. believe so, yeah. yeah. The rest of the stuff is just kind of, that's it. Yeah. So, huh, that's weird. Yeah. All right. Anything else, Money Critics fans? When's the first time you guys saw this movie? Oh, God, I don't remember. I'm sure Sherry made me watch it. Probably. You know. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean. I, it was not a theater one for no, me. I, no, it wasn't a theater one for me. I don't think I really could stand Will Ferrell up until <laughs> fairly recently in the last decade or so. Yeah, like Talladega Nights was the first thing he was in where I was like, okay, this guy's this this shit's funny. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and I, I like Elf, but I don't, I guess, kind of what you're saying, I don't know that I appreciated it and could really like it, I guess, as much until later. But Yeah. Now, wait a minute. What about Saturday Night Live? Did y'all not watch him? Uh, okay, yeah, he was all right in that, but to me, like, I don't know, like, I never watched a lot of Saturday Night Live, so I had tears in my eyes. The, the what is the Blue Oyster Cult? Yeah, yeah. cowbell, cowbell, the baby. cowbell. Oh, I saw that when it was on, and you were. I remember you were on the ship, and I saw that, and I had tears in my eyes, laughing so hard. I was like, oh my gosh. Well, Will Ferrell's one of those that has no shame. Like he'll he'll do whatever he has to to get the joke. Yeah. You know, and, and I think in Elf, he sacrifices all of his dignity to get the joke. And I think it works, you know. I agree. Yeah, I think know. it works. All right. Uh, we ready for... Uh, He's one of those that can play, obviously it's acting, but like the he nails both, I guess, sides of the coin very well. Like if you look at his character's Elf, this, you know, innocent and, yeah. and gentle... You know, versus Ricky Bobby, who's fucking arrogant. And yeah. like he nails both of those very well when he does them. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like he's, what was the like he's funny as shit as Ricky Bobby, but he's also funny as Elf. Yes, so. but what was the movie he was in where he played the character that was being written by the woman? Stranger than Fiction. Yes, I I, I thought like that one as well. Yes, I, for a dramatic role, I think he nails that as well. Yeah, which is not necessarily funny. I mean, it's got funny parts. Yeah, but I don't think it's designed to be a slapstick like this. But yeah, I I think he's got some some chops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we ready for uh, the beats? Yep. Yeah. All right. Here we go. All right. Again, this is another movie that Catboy has made a, an official beat sheet for, and I have not read it, but I can't imagine that there's going to be a whole lot of disagreement. I think this is a fairly straightforward movie. We had talked about, because we had reviewed Fred Claus, and Fred Claus, I think, is a is a... 
an actual story with real change and real growth and, and this kind of thing. And while I enjoy Elf, I think Fred Claus is infinitely a more complex and solid story. I was trying to think what I thought about Elf as I went through these beats, and it is a lot of fun to watch this movie. It's very entertaining, but it's like entertaining like you're eating cotton candy, I think. Mm -hmm. Whereas Fred Claus is more like maybe a deep fried Snickers bar or something. (laughs) They're both going to be what they are, but I think there's a little more substance in terms of story to Fred Claus than to Elf. And I think at certain points, Elf sort of just pushes through the beats to get to the next thing. But we can talk about that when we get to it. But does that take away from entertainment? No, because I watched this movie and I enjoyed it as much as I ever have for what it is, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it takes away from the entertainment necessarily, but I guess for me, like, I mean, maybe it's a, I don't know, you'd call it rewatch value. Yeah. Like, if those are the two choices, I'm reading Fred Claus or Elf, I'm reaching for Fred Claus oh, every yeah. time. Me too. And I think that's because it <laughs> no. because it has deeper, it hits you in the feels yes. more. Like, I, I want some more substance I with, think, with my stories. So, yes. like, any uh, movies, if, I'm gonna, you know, if there's two of them and one's more substance than the other, I'm going to reach for the substance sure. more every time. Yes. From, yes, because I think there is more investment in the characters in Fred Claus so that when that change occurs, it carries weight. Yep. I'm not entirely certain that when the changes occur in Elf, it's been set up to where it really... Agreed. You know. Well, that's like your opinion, man. Because <laughs> let me tell you, there it is. Very nice. I love Elf. It's of course. Yeah. Uh, I, I appreciate Elf. <laughs> well, okay. So here, here, just a quick question for you. Elf is a flat arc, I'm yes. assuming. Well, yeah, we can. yeah. Fred Claus, I don't believe, was a flat arc. No, he was... A, Fred changes, yeah. Um, Absolutely. So I think just there, that might be more the well feeling that the cowboy pegged substance. it. Because as I thought about this, then I looked and I said, "Oh yeah, he does call it that." He calls it a full triumphant, which is and Chris can tell us more. But the full triumphant is the character changes those around him. Yes, that's flat arc. I don't know about foot here. I mean, I yeah, look it up real quick because you were saying that the other other examples are Forrest Gump and. Yes, it's a ridiculous character. Or the fool is always the, I guess the the fool or whatever. They don't really change, right? And they're they're hapless, like like Jimmy Stewart. That movie we had the rabbit. What was that called? Harvey. Harvey is a full triumphant. They, you know, he he thinks he sees a a, a imaginary rabbit. Well, and everybody's concerned about him, and so they want to change him. But at the last minute, he changes them. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, go ahead. Yeah, just for his his three things that make a full triumph movie are number one, a fool yeah. whose innocence is his strength and whose gentle manner makes him likely to be ignored by all but a jealous insider who knows too well. Yeah. Two, an establishment, the people or group or a fool comes up against yep. either within his mist or after being sent to a new place yeah. in which he does not fit at first. Either way, the mis- the mismatch promises fireworks. Yep. And then three, a transmutation in which the fool becomes someone or something new, often including a name change that's taken on either by accident or as a disguise. So the fool changes. Is that what he's saying? Yeah, and this, yeah. Yeah. I don't... Because like, I don't know that that happens. Yeah, and I don't know that... Does Forrest Gump ever really change? I don't like he no, does No, he changes the people around him. Yeah. Yeah. That's he does, weird. I mean, he doesn't worry about money anymore. And <laughs> right. Oh, it, yeah. Invested right, in some well, kind of fruit company. I mowed their grass for free. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> uh, all, right. all right. Well, okay. Because there is there is a change character, and I think it's oh uh, for sure. 
Well, because if he's the flat, then it's got to be the B story, right? That's the person that changes the most. Yes, yeah, so I think his the person, dad, if everything yeah, lines Walter up. Walter is supposed to be the one that changes the most. Yes. Yeah, because he goes to New York looking for his dad. But yeah, we're going right. to get into that. that. All right. Yeah. Opening image, I thought was kind of weak. Baby falls into Santa's sack as a stowaway to the North Pole. So it's, it's, it's kind of weak, but it is sort of bookmarked at the end, which we can talk about when we get there. But yes, Buddy is a baby. His opening image is a baby. And I guess his, his mannerisms and nature throughout the movie are very childlike. Yeah. yeah, I have like a different opening image. Yeah. And I guess it's technically out of order because you're right. The first time we see Buddy is, is is a baby. But I feel like that's almost like set up and kind of sure. explaining the rules of the world, kind of where he's at. Yeah. But it's, you know, the whole thing is human raised by elves, right? Right. The first time we see him as an adult, adult like yeah, as Will Ferrell, he's in the classroom reciting the core values, which are, he believes, to his core. Right. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, and that's yes. that's what he... Goes on and you know drives the rest of the movie you know that's and right tries to drive home to dad like him like it's all funny beats the 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 kid you know the baby crawling to the sack and what in Sam Hill is that and all that bullshit sure yeah and then when he's you know riding the the tricycle as a teenager and the dad's behind him you know the the not real dad but the elf dad yeah and he's smaller like there's Bob a lot Newhart. of sight gag there thank you yeah what there's a it? lot of Bob Newhart Bob oh Newhart. yes yeah yeah so yeah. a lot of sight gag Pop but I feel elf. like that's all like setup stuff yeah I that, you know, that he talks about the difference of the elves and you know the tree elves and that's one of my favorite parts is the trails and it immediately catches on fucking yeah, fire. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to make shoes. shoes. <laughs> in an oven for doing no, that's very season. clever. I, yeah. I, there's only three jobs an elf can do. Right. I thought that was very, very, very cool. Yeah. I like how they, they took this fantastical thing. Yeah. They're like, here's the world. Here it is. Elves exist. Santa exists and go. Yes, yeah. well, that's the thing. If you you can get away with one lie, but that's, you know, yeah. set it up and then the audience will believe, okay, that's the world we're in. Okay. Right. Uh, yes. Catboy, the movie opens in storybook fashion with narrator Papa Elf telling us a story. The story is our film's hero, Buddy, although the first time we meet Buddy, he is a baby at an orphanage. Papa Elf explains that Buddy's father, Walter Hobbs, was in a relationship with a woman named Susan Wells and the two had a child together, though Hobbs was unaware of this before. Before Susan was able to tell him, she died. One Christmas Eve, the baby sneaks into Santa's toy sack and is accidentally taken to the North Pole. So I like yours better than mine or Catboy's because that's where they he pegs it as the baby. But I like yours better because that is the first time we see him as the character we're going to watch. Yeah. You know, he's reciting the... Yeah, the rest is all days. kind of backstory stuff. And then, yeah, and that's who he is, right? He's reciting the stuff. Yeah. And... and and that comes joy to and he, later. Because that's almost like the opening of, of Magnolias with, what's her name, walking through the town. We see the town, but that's not yeah. the opening mm -hmm. image. Yeah, I like that. Right. Okay, that works. Set up, I have Buddy is raised by an elf, learns the ways of the elves. So this is your opening image, which I think works. Every year, less and less people believe in Santa. Some drawbacks to being a human in an elf's world, and then Buddy is sent to where the special elves work. Things aren't working out for Buddy. He's not fitting in. Yeah. I like I like how they laid the groundwork for they said every year fewer and fewer people believe in Santa Claus. Yeah. So what we do is we sing loud for all to hear and all that stuff. They spread Christmas. Yeah, we got a we got a real energy crisis on our hands here. You're right. And then at the <laughs> very was... very end, it's the bookmark of everybody yeah. believes. And yes, because I was we we'll we'll get to it when we get to it. But I was hard pressed to find a theme until maybe I was thinking about it. Wait, while we were waiting to get together to what James is saying every year fewer and fewer people believe and I, I couldn't find a theme but then Buddy says you know singing out loud there's nothing makes Christmas spirit like singing you know or whatever right. and that's yeah. what Jovi repeats at the end mm -hmm. which then fuels Santa's thing 
Now, is, what's the theme then? The theme, I guess, I guess is believing, but, you know, she was self-conscious about singing, mm-hmm. and, but children aren't self-conscious. So taking on a more childlike approach to life right. can fill you with the true meaning of the Christmas spirit kind of thing. I thought you were going to say the theme is, I'm singing, I'm here, I'm singing. <laughs> yeah, yes, well. Do you want the quote? The quote is actually the best way to spread Christmas cheer yeah. is singing loud for all to hear. Yes. That's the... Very nice. <clears throat> Thank you, Sherry. Yeah. So I, th- I think because it's repeated twice, I think that's as close as I could get. I think they say it several times Do they, uh, throughout the movie. Okay. Yes. So that to me, that's the theme then of... Because everybody, Walter and all that, Walter especially, he's a change character, is very wrapped up in adulting, you know, got to sell the books, got to make the, you know, take care of the family. Know, but not even like, because there's other, there's multiple, uh, as we all know, there's multiple parts of adulting, right? Sure. As a father, which is a big part of adulting. Oh, yeah. Kids, he's fucking failing miserably. Failing miserably so it's yeah. just, it's the selfishness, which is, I think, the opposite of, you know, the, Every Christmas movie, right? There's so many selfish, like they're gonna get their comeuppance or they're gonna change. Yeah. And I mean, he's so. even working on Christmas Eve, like they right. got a meeting, and and, and yeah. at the very end, reluctant to do so, but he does come around to start singing. Right, Walter Hobbs. Anyway, spoiler right. alert. Spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. Yeah, twenty year old uh, movie. <laughs> it is <laughs> okay. All right, so Catalyst. Uh, well, set up. I guess Catboy is saying the same things. Within the first few minutes, we learn about how Buddy arrived at the North Pole, how he received his name from Little Buddy Diapers. I didn't know that. I guess I missed that. Yeah, it was on yeah. the front of his diaper. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they, they read it. Because he was like, what the heck? Sam Hill is that? Yeah. And Little it's Buddy like, uh, Diapers. And then, yeah. Okay. It's, it's like in Back to the Future, isn't that what she called? Calvin uh, Klein. Yes. Calvin yep. Klein? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who's Calvin? It was written on your underwear. <laughs> uh, Buddy attends Elf School, reciting the Elf Code, which... We agree now as his opening image tells about how Buddy grew up without realizing he was human and how he trained Buddy in the mechanics of maintaining Santa's sleigh. He explains to Buddy that the sleigh used to be powered by Christmas spirit, but the clausometer has been running on empty lately. To solve the problem, Santa's sleigh is now powered by a jet engine, one that is in need of repair. While Buddy radiates heart, heart and warmth, something is amiss. He can't make the same amount of toys as the other elves and tries he may, he just can't seem to fit in. The elf foreman tries to help Buddy by giving him easier tasks but deep down, Buddy feels like a cotton-headed ninny muggins. I like how you're they not play. a cotton-headed ninny muggins. <laughs> right. I like right. how they play with that. Like you're, like, all right, buddy, just just tell me how many sketches did you make? <laughs> and like I like, I mean, at least for me, like first time, like you expect five, six, something really, really low. Sure. And then he's like eighty-five, and you're thinking, okay, well, shit, that's, that's pretty good. I don't know that I can make eighty-five. No. And then, well, that's that's only nine hundred and fifty off pace or whatever <laughs> the number is. You know, it's nine hundred yeah. something. I don't remember what it was. And that yeah. that head elf is Peter Billingsley. Yes. That's a uh, Ralphie. Ralphie. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I missed that totally. He is him and John Favreau are producers on quite a bit of stuff. So. I did not know. Yeah, that. I don't couples, think he's couples retreat. He's in there with them. Yeah. yeah, they're both in that with Vince Vaughn. I don't think yeah. he's credited too much in Elf, but yeah, yeah, yeah I did not know that. that. That's crazy. Little Ralphie grew all up. Yeah. You know. <laughs> oh, oh, and uh, and another and another funny one. Uh, one of the. Children, buddy elves, one of the in between yeah. baby to Will Ferrell. One of those is John Favreau's son. Really? Nice. That same kid played in Iron Man 2 as the little kid with the Iron Man mask on. Really? That they almost blow up, that they think is Spider Man. <laughs> like some rumors think that that little kid's Spider Man. So, oh. same oh. kid, same actor was an elf. Oh, that's and Iron That's Man. cool. John Favreau. I did not kid. know that. Nerd shit. There you go. There you go. <laughs> So that's the setup. I guess any other thoughts on setup? I think that's pretty much. 
Yeah, like I guess just I'd kind of forgotten some of it. So as I was watching it, you know, you know obviously they start off with the, the different three things an elf can be, you know, different kinds of elves. And then when Buddy sucks ass at the toys, like before it got to that scene, I remember he sucked making toys and I was thinking, why didn't he end up in a tree? Like right. why? And, and, you know, running from fire. Yeah. And then I guess I what I was getting at is I forgot that they did demote him to where all the special elves go. Special elves, yeah. Um, so they did demote him, which I, I guess I thought was good because if he's going to, you know, yeah. not perform it. You're saying that there's nepotism in the North Pole, right? Eh. Right. They they didn't get rid of Buddy the Elf because saying like the rules of the world, elves. like rules of the world are very big to me. So and, and everything I watch and yeah, the rules of the world. If a writer breaks their own rules of the world, then yeah. I immediately get pulled out of the story. Yeah. I just fixed so, it for you. It's nepotism. You, no, no, no. <laughs> they, they did demote and they sent him to the special special place. I was just thinking yeah. I had forgotten that scene happened. I remember him not being <clears throat> the greatest elf because he's not a damn elf. And I was like, right. why didn't they send him to the tree? We should have got that scene, but no, they well, sent him to the other one. If you kind of see the theme throughout the the whole movie is even though Buddy goes to New York and he's messing stuff up, he still has this great attitude. Right. Because right. never in his life has anybody been like, Buddy, you suck. Right. Buddy, you're terrible Until at this. Dad, Everybody yeah. Until he meets is, New Yorkers. Yeah. Everybody is building <laughs> right. him up. So he didn't know. Sure. Yeah. Nobody right. will give you a, a attitude adjustment like a New Yorker. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Followed by Boston, probably. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Catalyst. Buddy learns he is a human, not an elf. His papa tells him his true origins, adoption, mother passed away, real father does not know him. Yeah, he learns this, I guess, overhearing the... Yeah, the two guys like two on, guys. Their, on their hot chocolate break or whatever. Right. I just, I, just, I just feel sorry for the guy. I think they said it was syrup. Instead okay. of coffee in the coffee syrup. makers, okay. it was syrup in the sense. coffee makers. Okay. That's rough. Yeah, if he doesn't know he's human by now, yeah, he's never going to figure it out. Right. And Catboy has this as the catalyst. After becoming frustrated also with his lack of toy-making ability, Buddy overhears some of the other elves discussing how clueless he is, stating that if he hasn't figured out he's a human, yet he never will. So, yeah, that's what I have as well. You sure? I I honestly had his catalyst at finding out his dad's on the naughty list, and he's going to go save him. Yes. Well, I know he wants to go meet his dad. Is he? I had that like as almost like a double bump kind of thing. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, I had it. Because he thinks he's an elf, right? And so the the rocking his world is finding out you're not an elf, you're human, and not only is he a human, he's a fucking or, you know was an orphan. Yes, right? and his dad is his dad's still alive, or, you know, and but yeah, so never and, knew but, about, but him. he never knew his dad, right? Yeah. And, and, and dad didn't know about him, right? Dad's on the naughty and list. and dad's on the naughty list, yeah. So go go get him, Best go meet luck. him, go. Yeah. yeah, and see, this was the thing I thought that, and I I don't want to compare all the time, but this this was also a, an idea in Fred that I thought was handled. With more finesse in terms of the naughty list, you know. But we're, but this I, is. I think I can agree with that. Yeah, sure. I think I can. But this is cotton yeah, candy, sure. and I like cotton candy, you know. So of course you can, because I'm right. Right. <laughs> uh, of course you agree. So I think we're sure. I think we're <laughs> hitting on the catalyst. The debate. Buddy actually says, "I don't know what to do." So I thought, "Yeah, he's debating to go to New York or not." Doesn't debate very long. No, he doesn't. Some. Awesome advice from the snowman guy out there. Sure. His father is on the naughty list, and there's a quite a cut scene of him repossessing books from nuns, which I thought was okay. Uh-huh. You know. Uh, you have, you have, the, the, he's repossessing books from nuns. The, you know, you, you never have paid for them. Yes, but the children love them. You oh, know, right. you, you know the what was loved the books. What yeah. was Fred Claus? He was repossessing uh, repo man, yeah. stuff. Yes, yeah, he was a repo stuff. man. Yes. The opposite of giving, right? He's taking. Yes, and that's, no. yes, yes. But yeah, I don't know, I, I like the snowman. What was his name, Leon or something? Yeah, or, yeah. Yeah, he was like, well, I was just rolled up and left left out the cold. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
those those characters are almost like throwback to that Rudolph. Oh, very much so. Yeah, yeah. in the On spirit purpose. of the sure. Yeah, Hermione that want to be the dentist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. What right. was it? What was their names? The those producers that did all the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. I I tried to remember it, but I can't. I don't know. I'll try to look. Yeah, those I don't know. Made the- oh, Rankin and Bass. Okay. The crew was adamant to make the movie an homage to Rankin and Bass's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. There you so go. the costumes, the stop animation. Yeah. That's exactly what they were trying to do. Yeah, I, I guess sorry, back to the double bump. It's okay, I don't belong here because I'm human. I'm not an elf. I'm not an elf, but I don't, you know, I don't know what to do. Never been anywhere else before. My yeah. dad's out there. And then the, as far as the double bump, my dad's on the naughty list. Sure. I have to go fix that. Like, Does he that, ever articulate the, that? I, I guess I didn't pick up on that. He doesn't say that. Yeah, no, I'm I'm putting more into it than maybe well, there, but I'm just trying to analyze it, and I feel like that's because that's the there. one. Because he's like, no, and then yeah, the like one, it's the worst thing you could hear. That's that's his. Yeah, he does do that. That's yes. his Luke. I'm I'm your father moment. Yeah, you know? yes, like hearing okay, the worst possible right. thing you that's can fucking hear. The one hear. thing he's good at. He could yeah. go down there and spread Christmas. You're right. Cheer. He just says, yeah, I, I know you can, buddy. <laughs> right, and then he. No, yeah, I think Santa was happy to be rid of rid of buddy too. Well, but anyhow, yeah. All right, so yes, I think Catboy agreed with that cast. I'm becoming frustrated, yes. Debate, images swirl. This is Catboy through Buddy's mind as he reels from this revelation. He collapses due to the shock and later runs home to Papa. An elf, which is very funny. Yes. And lock, locking himself in the bathroom. The two of them talk about what Buddy just learned, and Buddy learns about his past and true parentage. Papa Elf shows Buddy a snow globe with the Empire State Building inside it, telling him where his father works. Outside, Buddy talks to Leon the Snowman about his doubts. I don't know what to do, he confides. I, we both picked up on that. I've never even left the North Pole. Leon admonishes him to step out of his comfort zone, telling him this might be the golden opportunity to find out who you really are. So I think that works as a debate. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so he's breaking two, decided to go to New York, give his dad Christmas spirit. Yes. Spread Christmas I, cheer. I have takes an iceberg into the second act. Now, <laughs> yeah. this crossing the threshold is a lengthy process. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You skipped one of the most quotable parts. What is this? Goodbye, buddy. Oh. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Norwell. Yeah, that's it, Mr. Norwell. Hope <laughs> you find your dad. <laughs> the other two little guys are scared to shit. They're scared shitless at a, from Norwell. They Nor- see the, oh, yeah. the horn come up or whatever from and they the take off. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. <clears throat> yes. Silly, but it's funny. <laughs> Takes an iceberg into the second app. Crossing the threshold is a lengthy process across many miles and a fraught and fraught with dangerous raccoons, apparently, <laughs> arrives finally in New York. Yeah, so... And Candy Cane Forest. And Candy Cane Forest, yeah. So the the, the crossing of the threshold is actually a, a lengthy montage, which I thought was cool. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it would to me, it would feel weird if he's going from the North Pole and all of a sudden, like, next scene is in New York. Right? Yeah. It would be weird. Like, whoa, that's way far. You can't... Sure. Did everybody get on a plane? How did he get there? Right. So, no, like, and this guy is so determined he walked the whole way. You know? and, and it's funny, his special world is our normal world, right? So, yeah. yeah. yeah everything's upside down. Yeah. Everything's upside down from his world, which... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did that well. I, mm-hmm. I thought so, yeah. Uh, and he crashed... This isn't from Catboy, it's from Hero's Journey, but it talks about crossing the threshold. A lot of times the hero will like crash land or, you know, fall on their face immediately into the special world. Yeah. I, I feel like he very much does that. Like he, this nice, innocent guy trying to hug the raccoon. Yes. You know, fucking well, all animals him, are, you know, attacks him and then, yeah. Yes. This is, this is going to be different from his, his where, ordinary world. Where animals are magical and they talk to you. Yes. Right. This one does oh, not. What it was a hug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He has, a little more on that. Buddy goes to talk to Santa. Deep down, he is debating whether or not he should meet his father in a world 
he might not blend in with or if he should stay at the North Pole, a place already doesn't completely fit in. But he's excited about the prospect of going to meet his true father, but Santa delivers a shocking blow. Walter Hobbs, a children's book editor, is on the naughty list. Some people, they just lose sight of what's important in life, Santa says. That doesn't mean they can't find their way again. So I guess this is, yeah, this is the change that we're going to, it's, it's articulated a little more than I remember, I guess, so that's okay. Maybe all they need is just a little Christmas spirit. But he realizes that he has what his father needs and decides to set out to New York to meet and rescue him. Okay, so Catboy is more along. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I didn't pick up on the rescue part. Papa Elf hands him. Well, he never, it's not articulated very well. Yeah, From yeah. Buddy, at least. Right, right. Yeah. Where, where I think is a Fred Claus, there is very much, because Fred will talk about, there are no naughty, naughty kids, yeah. you know. Every kid deserves to open a present on Christmas. Yes. I, uh, yes. Bam, right in the fields. Right in the fields. I, I thought it was remarkable. <laughs> Papa Elf hands in the snow globe as a reminder of who he truly is and where he comes from. Okay, whatever. All right, so, breaking the two. Yeah, we are talking about takes and iceberg, blah, blah, blah. Fun and games. I just have listed some of these. Naive about the ways of the world. Everything at fa- like He takes everything at face value. Yep. Nothing is deceptive in his... Congratulations. Yeah. You did it. World's best cup of coffee. Yes. <laughs> Yes. What is this? It tastes like a shitty cup of coffee. No, it is a shitty cup of coffee. Uh, no, it's the best cup of coffee. The, the gum. Sherry cringed at the gum. Yeah. That, oh yeah. yeah. Like I sure hope like he they clean the shit out of that rail. Well, knowing Will Ferrell, he chewed the gum up matter. and he stuck it there himself and then put it back in his mouth. Oh, you know I'm sure I mean? that's the case. They don't want him getting herpes. Oh or, my god. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's it's not even told him that. Yes. That's not candy. Don't chew it. Yeah, yeah and it does anyway. Yeah. Him doing that and then eating the cotton balls later. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Everything at face value, gum, not... He thinks that guy's Santa. Not Santa, not Santa. <laughs> right. thought that was funny. Best cup of coffee. I don't Ella. know if it's true, but I'd heard somewhere that, like, that was not, like, part of the... Like a setup for like the script. Just, like, they just saw the dude walking. And he just ran up to him and then ran it off. Sounds like yeah. Will Ferrell. In the yeah. in the trivia, it said that uh, Will Ferrell and John Favreau took a camera to New York City and just did shots. Shot a bunch yeah. of shit. Yeah. And so yeah. they got what they got. And then if anything was good, they'd go up and get their signatures or they. Oh, that's cool. Same thing with the flyers, right? Those yeah. guys are actually passing out flyers in New York, and he's just up there <laughs> fucking with it. Yeah. Will Ferrell almost getting hit by traffic. Yeah. At one point, he gets. Body checked by the cab or whatever. The yeah. yellow ones don't stop. <laughs> That's again one of those scenes where, like we're talking about the, the previous movie, I laugh every time I see that. You sure, yeah. Yes. Just walks right out there and just the way he does it all straight, like he stiffens up in his body. I don't know. Yeah, no. It's, I laugh every time he gets hit by that fucking cab. Yes. The yellow ones don't stop. I, I, I didn't catch that the first couple of times I saw it. Oh, yeah. When, when I saw it this time, Joby. I laughed. Yeah. yeah. Elevator buttons. Mistaken for a Christmas. Mistaken Ooh, for a Christmas jam. Sings his story and then uh, James Conn is really the... Perfect guy for this because he is typically tough guy. You yeah, know? <laughs> and no nonsense, and I don't have time for your bullshit. Yes, so yeah. Well, and are, then, you, are you gonna sing a song or something, or can I can I go back to work? Right. Yeah. Mm. And then he, he oh, buddy finishes. Wow, that was weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. He is thrown out, hit by the car, goes to Gimbel's. Perfume is not tasty. Escalators can be hard, and regular toilets are some of the. <laughs> he's mistaken for the mall employee, and he meets a girl. Please stop talking to me, Jovi. Locked in at night, he decorates. Well, the first thing she says something about because he's staring at her, right? Because she's up there decorating the tree. Yeah. You, and are you enjoying, enjoying the show or something <laughs> yeah. like that? Yeah. Yes. Um, another thing I thought about is as far as the, the world being upside down and, and taking things at face value, nothing here is what it seems. There's a world of pretenders, people pretending to be else, pretending to yeah, be. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yep. That's absolutely true. Pretend North Pole. 
Yes. There's no singing in North Pole. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. Um, this is North Pole. No, so it isn't. <laughs> y'all notice the boss? It, it says Wanda. Wanda on his name tag. I don't know. What I that's never all noticed about. that. Wanda. Yeah, it says Wanda. I got the answer for you. Yeah. What's the answer? So, Faison Love, that's the actor, originally was supposed, that character was supposed to be played by Wanda Sykes. Oh, okay. And that was going to be her name. And Faison Love was just like, I'll take the name tag. Yeah. His name is Wanda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that fits. I like it. So it was supposed to be a little, you know, Wanda yeah. Sykes is. She would have been she, funny too. No, yeah. She would have been great. Yeah. He was, God liked him though. Uh, he's always great. Yeah. yeah. Couples retreat. He's six he's inches. really funny. Six, six inches. inches. <laughs> it's impossible. Six, six inches. <laughs> Code word. Papa's got a brand, brand new, new bag. bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's good. Walter is work obsessed and distant from his family. Looks up Buddy's mother, his first love. Buddy, Buddy is Walter's B story. Is Jovi Buddy's B story? I asked the question. Only to me in a, well, I was going to say not only, in a love story sense, but she. She changes more than he does. A little bit. Yeah. She changes more than Walter, you think? No, no, than Buddy. Oh, yeah, for sure. It changes a little bit with the whole, I sing, you know, only in the shower and then singing in front of people. Yeah, yeah. And then just a more positive outlook on life, I guess. Sure. She's pretty miscible at, you know, typical retail employee at the beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please don't talk to me. And, you know, yeah. Well, she's trying to get through the fucking holidays. Yeah. What was was the word she says? Did did Crumpet put you up to this? Apparently, the one of the writers, when he worked at Macy's, when you work at Macy's and you become an elf, you get to pick your own name. Yeah. And he picked the name of Crumpet. Yeah. So when she says, did Crumpet put you up to this? That was just kind of a callback to that. Oh, that's cool. Thing. That's cool. That's good. So, yeah, there's little stuff in there. Yeah, no, no. I, I like cool. I like Easter eggs like that. You know, Walter grudgingly curious about Buddy and, and Buddy is thrown out of the building a second time. I'll be back. No, you won't. Mistake Santa for Santa. You sit on. The, oh, now, this is a, this is a line I will quote. Talking about lines. There's not many from this, but this one, you sit on a throne of lies. Right. I love that line. Mm-hmm. That that Santa Claus is Artie Lang. He's been in a few movies like Dirty Work, and he was on Howard Stern Show forever. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. He's a poster child of don't do drugs. Is that right? Yeah. His nose, he did so many drugs, his nose collapsed. Oh, my God. Into his face. Mm. So, yeah, Artie Lang, he's still alive. But yeah. he's he is now drug free. Sweet. But he has no nose. No nose. Boy. Would that be scary to see a Santa with no nose? Yes. Right. Sends Walter a gift, something special, the negligee, which smell like beef and cheese. <laughs> you, you, you sit on. You don't smell like Santa. <laughs> yeah. And they get into a fist fight. Well, he says later of the mailroom, the place smells like mushrooms, and everybody wants to. Looks like everybody wants to hurt me. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Sends Walter a gift, something special, the negligee, which apparently shows up later, gives it to his wife. It's sitting in the background. Yeah, oh yeah, right. At the end. So at this point, Walter has sort of come around to the idea that this may be my son and I don't want to, but I need to look into this kind of thing. Right. He bails him out of jail, and but he is very suspicious of Buddy, takes him to the doctor, and apparently they do a DNA yeah, test. He's, yeah, he's positive. He, for the first time, like you were saying earlier, James, first time somebody, I guess, you know, kind of raises their voice or gets rough at him, probably, you know, rough with him, like he slams him up against the wall. Yeah. And, you know, what do you want, like money or something? No, I just thought we'd hold hands and yeah, you know, cuddle. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Stubble yeah. later. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, he takes him to the paternity test. Yes, a DNA. With the director's uh, cameo. Oh, yeah. The scene where he eats the cotton balls. Those yes. Are, those are cotton candy. Oh, they, okay. Cotton candy, cotton balls. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, so so. Don't I? When I saw that, I was like, oh! well, now, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I've heard. I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard like that supermodels to to, to keep the weight off and stay super skinny will take like or natural fiber cotton balls, dip them in in orange juice, and, and eat them, so that 
it they, you know it tastes like orange juice, but it's cotton balls, and it fills up the stomach, makes them feel full, and they don't eat, and that's how they stay so skinny. You know, which is where did you hear that? I don't know where I heard it a long time ago that they would take. That sounds totally legit. Organic, yeah, organic. You know, not synthetic, yeah. but real cotton fiber balls, and dip them in in orange juice. I, I, I'm saying this, and I don't want anybody out there to engage this as a lifestyle. Please do not. But this is what I heard. Don't eat the Tide Pods. Yeah, don't dip cotton balls in, in orange juice to, to lose weight. Only cotton candy cotton balls are you allowed to eat. Right. But yeah, John Favreau is the director. He made a little... He said he went on a diet after that. <clears throat> he didn't like the way he looked or something? Yeah, or? he didn't like the way he looked. Um, he said he looked like a, a ship with a sail on it. Oh, so. my God. Nobody body shames here. Every, you know, Everybody... Is fine the way they are. Don't eat cotton balls and try to lose weight. No. Isn't that dodgeball? You're okay. I'm okay, but it's not okay. <laughs> I don't. That's the motto of Average Joe's Gym or something, right? Okay, yeah. All right. Yeah. Walter bails out Buddy Waters, suspicious of Buddy, takes him to Dr. DNA test. Positive results. Introduce him to the family. Uh, Buddy tells of his journey, which does not help his case. Tucked in, took a fight. I love you. Okay. <laughs> James Scott. Mary, Mary Steenburgen. Yeah. Oh, did I say that name right? Steenburgen? Yeah. Steenburgen. She's also the mother in Step Brothers. That's true. Yeah. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and that's the same year, same area of time, right? No, no I think it was a little bit later. A little bit later. Yeah. But, but yeah. I yeah, forgot same. about that. Yes. Yeah. Breakfast, rocking horse, lose the tights, buddy's diet, you know, with the spaghetti and oh. Lose the tights, which he promptly does to the embarrassment of. Lose the tights. Oh, as he tries soon as to possible. undress. No, he literally drops trowel. And yeah. As soon as possible. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as possible. Yeah, and then Mary Steenbergen comes in with, yeah, sees the dick out. You know? Yes. Buddy's little buddy. <laughs> yeah. Please. Buddy meets his brother after school, and his brother is not receptive, but then the snow fight bonds them together. I only waited for you for five hours. Do you have <laughs> any saw friends? a dog today. What did you do? <laughs> I saw a dog. Oh, you, you probably seen a dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's very, this is a very fun movie. Scene by scene, you know. Right. The st- I like the snowball fight. Yeah, yeah. it's a snowball fight. Because that, you know, sub- subverts your expectations because you're like, fucking, he's like, no, I think we can take him. And you're like, what? You they're can't do to, anything, buddy. You're about to get murdered. Yeah, you know? Right. And then no, but he's. Go as fast as you can. And even the stupid little sound effect because he's off screen. Yeah. <laughs> you're putting him in the building, then, you know, cut back to him. He's got a fucking arm. Yeah, poor brother. He's barely made one. One, yeah. Even he's making a really big one. Even though he's human. He was able to do that and decorate gimbals and do all that stuff like an elf would be. No sure. human would be able to do that stuff. Right, because of his training, training I guess. Training, yeah. Sure. The way he was raised, yeah. But yeah, then he murders those kids with the snowballs. That's great. Oh, the, yeah. The last one's my favorite. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, one's getting away. Snowball. <laughs> they play like the serious music. Sounds like predator music. Or something. <laughs> he throws ah. it. Ah. Guy gets hit. Yeah, it's good stuff. He no, laughs that part every time. I'm laughing now. That's it. I've enjoyed this movie. <laughs> I've enjoyed this movie. I've never seen it. <laughs> Buddy learns of dating, you know, from his little brother with Jovi, goes out on a date. Oh, yeah, ask her about food. That's yeah. code yeah, it's word. a code, you know, apparently. Walter has been distant. His son is unhappy. Walter takes Buddy to work, puts him in the mail room, smells like mushrooms, and everyone looks like they want to hurt me. And then Buddy makes a Buddy with the special coffee they drink. They wind up bonding him. And oh, the- yeah. His, that guy, and they're talking about their problems, and they're drunk, and they're sitting on a thing. Yeah. And he's like, I gotta get my life together. I'm 26 years old. <laughs> yeah. Whoa! Yeah, no, I, I, I said <laughs> I looked him up. That actor was forty six years <laughs> yeah. old saying yeah. that. So, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's I caught that rough life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Buddy makes a but okay. So Walter is under the gun because of unsuccessful book sales, and they decide to bring in well, and cutting corners too. 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. These are your. That's your signature. Yeah. Who's gonna care about what happens to a fucking puppy? All they do is look at the pictures, anyways. And then the boss comes in and nails yes. him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're firing the we're fi- we're looking for new uh, new printers <laughs> as we speak. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, we should be looking into you. <laughs> yeah. I like how he throws the signature down. Look, we can point fingers all day. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's good stuff. <laughs> I like James Conn. I always have. I do see his uh his son like so much like yeah. going back and watching like I noticed it this time like watching Elf yeah just Scott Conn has so oh yeah. much of his mannerisms that's like cool. I could see like that's good. Yeah, I could just hear his son saying the lines too it was yeah. weird. Buddy and Jovi have a date night which you know revolving doors and coffee and yeah he he shows her his favorite things of New York City and realizes they suck and yes. she takes them around shows him the real stuff sure the trees the and big trees yeah. Yeah, but even I think that's as far as her change and getting a better outlook. Like here's like she's laughing at him because he, you know, just one more. And it's like a tree in the in a window or whatever. Yeah. And she's laughing at him because, you know, he's getting this joy out of stuff. And then she's like, all right, come with me and shows him the one. Yeah, yeah I think it's. Uh, yeah, because Buddy, his innocence is going to strip away everybody's hard outer. Yeah. Even the mailroom. Right. The, the the contrast between smells like mushrooms. Like everybody wants to kill me. And now they're all, them dancing. all dancing. And dancing. Stuff. Yeah, yes. It's yes. Yeah. It's that, that mailroom dance scene played better for me than Fred Claus dance scene. Remember that at the end? Yes. I was like, what the hell is going on? Agreed. Yeah, I, I do. I tend to agree with because that. it's. Set up better. They all want to, you know, they're miserable yes. and they want to look like they, they look like they did, they did look like they wanted to beat his ass. Yes. And then, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, that was set up and paid off better than the Frickless. Nothing is shiny here. Yeah. <laughs> now, now this is this is probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Finch arrives. Everyone is pushing uh, his, his throwaway line. No, everyone is pushing small town rural. I just for me that line was just, <laughs> you know, like I guess in that world that you know, okay. Everyone is pushing small town rural like it's a thing. <laughs> Peter Dinkler, what's his name? Yeah, Peter, Peter Dinkler. Yeah, I really yeah. like him. A peach. What's more vulnerable than, than a, a peach? peach? That's right. Buddy meets Miles. Uh, now, this whole scene. Uh, call me off one more time. I just, I love that. Oh, you're whole... hilarious, my friend. Yes. <laughs> I get more action than you get in <laughs> your <Yeah>. whole life. <laughs> he, he sells it. He's an angry elf. Oh. <laughs> he must be a South Pole elf, he said. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wrote that Drop down. kicks, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, that, and I think that only works, like, making, you know, fun of someone who's shorter like that is because he gets to go and then beat his ass, even though Buddy's this innocent guy. Yeah. Like, that's, to me, what made the whole thing work, is he goes over there and beats the shit out of fucking <laughs> Buddy. <laughs> just walks off. And walks off, yeah. Yes. 71 uh, degrees. <laughs> <laughs> they think he hangs up on him or whatever. Yes, yeah. yes. Catboy, B-story at Gimbal's buddy, catches a glimpse of Jovi, yep, as the decorated sculpture. She sees him staring at her and confronts him. Her brash demeanor is unable to keep Buddy from star- sharing his wisdom. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is by singing it loud for all to hear. So they're calling the B-story the romance part of it. All right. Yeah. Uh, oh, we, I guess yeah. we skipped the part where he, she, you know, he went to work, or the night he redoes all the, yes. the decoration, she comes to work early to take a shower because they cut her water off or whatever. And he, yeah, she, yeah, and yeah. I was trying to and figure. He goes out. in the shower. Yes, know, yes, yes. And here's which I thought they whatever. did because that when I first watched that, even this time, I was like, did they just do this because they had to have the scene? Why is there a shower? And right. then I guess it's the locker room. Okay, I get it. Right. Uh, well, there's there's that scene there. The they're kind of back to back. He's decorating, then she's showering, and he looks over and he goes in there and sings. And then the very next scene, he's sleeping in the window and his dad walks by yes. and he's you know, dad, dad. I was like, are these out of order? Did he like sleep all night? But then in a couple scenes later, 
Hey, buddy, how you doing? Great. I got a good 45 minutes of sleep. I got a whole like, 45 okay. minutes. Well, there, oh, he just slept for 10 minutes yeah, in the window. Yeah, he stayed up all night, so he, yeah, he went yeah. to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she hadn't seen him since the shower because she was like, hey, hey, you, come here. Yeah. yeah. Whatever, and gives him you know, a hard time about Yeah, so you know, after all that doing? craziness and he running around, he just went down to the window and went to sleep. Yes. Yeah. He is something wrong with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it must be. So midpoint, that's all fun and games that I have. And that's probably, that's pretty much what Catboy has. I have the midpoint as a false defeat. Is that what, is that what you have, or were you able to peg one? Oh, I had false victory, like with the date and stuff. Like everything was going going okay. well, for the most part. I mean, yeah, Dad's not fully on board yet, but you know, he's he's adapting to this strange world, right? He's you know does decorations, gimbals, getting along with the son. Found a you know she and the son helped him get a yeah. I guess his brother his brother helped him get a get a date with a girl he liked. So yeah, I had false. Okay. Because that, because the always loss is when dad tells him, you get the hell out of here or whatever, right? And he kicks him out because he has nowhere, he doesn't belong anywhere, right? That's his, right. his yeah. always lost in uh, dark night is what I had. That's what I was thinking too. The dark night was him telling, get the hell out of here. I never want to see you again. Well, see, well, okay. So that that's my false defeat midpoint. I don't care that you're my son. Get out of my life is to me. A, the midpoint? The midpoint false defeat because... Yeah. And what's the what's your bad guys close in? Because I had like the whole Miles Finch angry elf bit. That's part of the bad guys closing. Because he rushes in to tell Dad, "I'm in love, and I don't care who knows it." And then it's but he's interrupting the the meeting, the more important shit that yeah. to Dad. You know, I have bad guys close in as Santa has engine problems and there's just no Christmas spirit anymore, leading to an all is lost false victory. High tower surprise would be the engine falling off. Probably so. Midpoint false yeah. defeat. I have. I don't care that you're my son. Get out of my life. Miles notebook. Seems to be their salvation. Buddy leaves. I don't belong anywhere. Buddy cares about everybody. All you care about is yourself. His son tells his dad, Michael. Up yours. Walter comes around, hunts for Buddy, loses job. Yeah, Walter Walter loses his job at this point because he's starting to come around and and chooses his family over his job. Don't tell my son what to do. When James Conn says, don't tell my son what to do, you better not tell his son what to do. Right. You know, all that is sort of a false defeat because he loses his job. Tells his son, tells Buddy to get out of my life. Buddy feels like I don't belong anywhere. His son is against him. Mm-hmm. Bad guys close in. Santa has engine problems. There's just no Christmas spirit. All is lost. I have is a false victory. Did, so you had a false defeat as the all is lost. Sorry, I had a false defeat because mine was get, false get, victory. Yeah, because you get the hell out of here. Yeah, because I had the false victory. But you have a false. I have a false defeat. I don't care. Your my son, get out of my life. I don't. That's your midpoint. So what's your all is lost, right? All's lost, false victory. Buddy and Walter re- reunite. Yeah, Buddy and Walter get back together. That's all I have. And then Dark Knight of the Soul, the Central Park Rangers that go nowhere, whatever. Central Park Rangers storming the castle. Yeah, so Dark Knight of the Soul is essentially them being pursued by the Central Park Rangers storming the castle. So what did you have for Dark Knight of the Soul and all that? When he's standing on the bridge, right, and I don't belong anywhere. Yeah, see, that's and my... I guess I, I think according to Catboy... I think yeah. we had the same beat there because he, and I'm not sure I really got this. He says I don't belong anywhere, and he's standing on a bridge, but like Catboy, like makes it sound like he's gonna fucking jump, and that's, that's pretty fucking dark. It is dark, you know. Yes, because it's, it's the because Catboy believes in the whiff of death. It all is lost, right? Yes. So uh, and it's, the it's, whiff of death is him. Like that's pretty fucking dark, man. I'm in bad. Wonderful Life, wasn't George on a bridge? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if it's an homage or whatever, but yeah, maybe. Wow. All right, maybe. Uh, yeah, I have this as I have that as a false defeat. This is like a you know a setback. He did. He's not getting everything he thought he wanted. You know, yeah. Thought he'd get back with his father. Thought 
It would be like the North Pole. It's not. This is the real world, and his father told him to get yeah. the hell out, and now he, he definitely feels like he doesn't belong, you know? Sure. Anyway, bad guys clues in. Santa has engine problems. There's just no Christmas spirit anymore. Santa will say that. So mine has to be a false victory. Buddy and Walter reunion. That's all I had. And you, what did you have? You have a false defeat, which is what? Yeah. The dad get the hell out of here or whatever. Okay, okay. So we're goes, just. The Dark Knights is. We're in the same area. Yours just. It's yeah, a just, little bit of a sliding scale. It's, right. Yeah. Okay. Because him going to help Santa is his break into, despite all this bullshit, I don't belong anywhere. I can still help Santa. That's yeah. his break into three for me. And then he okay. gathers the team, Walter, yeah. the kid, yeah. the mom, Dark Knight of the Soul. all show up. Yes. Dark Knight, I have Central Park Rangers. That's all I have is them being pursued by the Rangers. What do you have as a Dark Knight? Santa on the bridge. I don't belong anywhere. Okay. All right. Yeah. See, I'm a little earlier, so we're just sliding on that. And then uh, break into three is, is uh, this whole scene in Central Park. Yeah. yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah the third uh, storming the castle is getting the sled off the ground again. High tower surprises when the engine falls off and they need to get Christmas spirit up. Yes, I have. Uh, that's, that's almost exactly what I have. Dark Knight of the Soul, Center Park Ranger, storming the castle, gathering the news, the team, gathering the you know everybody together, the news team. Reading of the list by Michael is sort of gathering the team. Mm-hmm. People start believing. High tower surprise. The cameras are cut off. The engine's not ready, and the Rangers are pursuing them. New plan, dig down. Jovi sings, Santa is coming to town. So nothing is working. So Jovi decides that singing is the best way to spread cheer. Christmas cheer that she learned earlier and has been stated throughout. But yeah, I'm correct me if I'm wrong here. Like the just kind of the again, the rules of the world. Yeah. These the Christmas cheer, right? Spread. So believing is what powers the sleigh. Yes. The, 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 the childlike innocence of singing in front of people. Without self-consciousness and believing. Those yeah. two things? Well, that's... that's Because people just don't believe anymore. I know they said, you know, it's for singing to, for all to hear. But I guess I always took it as a believing thing. And, like, yeah. all these people, like, saw Santa, right? In the parking... In the, sure. Yeah. So you don't have to believe in shit. You saw it. Well, even Santa says, if everybody saw me, what would be the point? That, that seeing is, is faith in Santa, not seeing Santa. Santa will say that. Yeah, so they all start. It's like I always had a problem with like this part of it where like it, it gives them power because they yeah. all believe now because they're all singing, but they're not. They didn't have to believe in anything. They saw him. It just well, gives I take the it, this, sled power. I, well, I yeah, but even the people. Here. The point is, it shouldn't have given the the sled power because they they shouldn't believe. Like they shouldn't have saw Santa. I guess I don't. I don't. And I know I'm going like. Well, you talked about the paparazzi driving him crazy. Yeah, they, they, Santa says that. To your point, but then they see him. Yes, I. Yeah, but I thought right? it was. So once you see something, you don't have to believe it anymore because right. you know it exists. But it's not faith any, anymore. Right, you're that's watching, what Santa says. You're watching a Christmas movie. I know, I know, and I'm taking it like way too. <laughs> yeah, like you believe in Santa because you've seen Santa this whole time. You're on the side of Buddy. <laughs> you're yeah, people sing, sing, people. Well, let's get Santa. This up. is where I. You're on the wrong the part, team. You don't have any feelings. This is where I, I you, but that's probably why I like Fred Claus, Claus better. Fred Claus was infinitely more set up and structured. Because yeah, you need to be told how to feel. Is that okay. what it is? <laughs> this, this seemed like, okay. And then because Walter's transformation also is very glossy and just, yeah. just just sort of slides into it. Right. There's no real. Buddy cares, yeah. about, any, buddy cares about everybody. You don't care about anybody. Oh, okay. Yeah, now I'm going to change. Yeah. What? It's yeah, I know. It, it seemed a little quick. Yeah, yeah, whereas he, Fred Claus, that change was hard coming. And yeah, I, and, and yes. I, you know, let me take the way I look at it. If, if, if it was, if it took that to whatever it took to power Santa's sleigh, sure. I would be able to power my car 
because I sing Christmas songs, but when he gets in the car, it would be dead on the side of the road. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> to me, to me, it is actually like taking sandpaper to my soul. Okay. So I it's think just, these I people they just it. did like it gives they me were the quivers. Like, these the people were just sitting there watching the news, going, Who what's going on in the park? No, they needed to focus on Christmas cheer. Yeah, I know. What? Right. No, it's fine. That's what no, I... You're right. They're not singing until she starts singing. So that's probably, I guess, the part I need to focus on versus the other shit. I just... I get hung up on the, the sing-believing thing, sure? right? Because believing is believing in, you know... Well, but that's exactly... Faith in something that you don't know exists, right? But that's exactly what they were saying at the beginning. With Christmas spirit yeah. being at an all-time low, the best way to spread cheer is yada, yada, yada. She does it. Yeah, and they do that. But yeah. They set that up and they, they, they do that. Yeah, just, I don't know, when they all start singing, it... it it's cringe. Know. Don't get no, me wrong. But it doesn't hit me in the feels. I think like it should. Oh, no, right. I cry every time at that. <laughs> oh no. The end of that. Last night. Oh no. Don't Stacey get me wrong. Does too. I'm not crying at the end, and I'm gonna say this. I told my wife last night, but there's something about Zoe Deschanel's voice oh, that drives me up a wall. <laughs> you don't like it? No. <laughs> what? I think she's very pretty. Yeah, I think very cute. All that. And there's nothing wrong with her voice. Like she sings very well. But when that t- sound goes in my ear holes. <laughs> It makes me. You ever seen that scene in Scanners where that dude's head explodes? Oh yeah, that's well, that's, I love that's her Christmas voice. music in general. To me, like just the, you know, it, like we were listening to a Christmas song the day, you know, and I don't remember the name of, it, but the kids wanted the toy, you know, a doll that talks and guns that go pop. And yeah. I'm like, I told, I looked over and I said, Cherry, what kid in their right mind today would be happy with a gift like, like they would, they would look at you like you're the biggest dummy for giving them. A toy, you know, whatever, right. and it's so dated. Uh, yeah, and it's nostalgia, man. Uh, it is. It is our Norman Rockwell. Yeah, okay, that's what we're looking well, for. No, well, I'm that, not saying I like it. No. Just America in general, okay. Norman Rockwell. It's those things. I absolutely last Christmas. No, oh. you don't like last Christmas. What is last Christmas? The Christmas song. No, no. What my George wife, Michael, and a bunch of other people have Amanda done. Amanda yeah. becomes homicidal when that song comes oh, yeah. on. Wait a minute, she the will. one that. Last Christmas, Last I gave I gave you my heart. You like that? Song. I like George Michael's version only because I like George Michael's voice well, yeah, and funny. his range. Right? You know, what don't else? let the sun go down on me when he sings with Elton John. Elton oh my John. God! Yeah. I that is yes. God, that's beautiful. We're getting uh, off. We're gonna have the rails, man. Yeah, we yeah. are. But the, the last thing I want to say is a song that and 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 to, to James's point, I literally go into a blind red homicidal rage when I hear that Bluebell ice cream commercial. The good old days or whatever the fuck they're yeah. talking about. Talking to me about the good old days and uh-huh. oh my God. He's singing about ice cream. Yes. And it, it it's like the it's, best way to enjoy ice cream is his to voice is sing, so condescending you know, and syrupy. <laughs> Whoa. Yes. I want to condescending. Yes. I cannot I mean to the point I get angry. I get angry when I hear that song. I don't know why. Go away or I will taunt you another time. Uh. Anyway, we have gotten off the rails. <laughs> so Christmas music. Mm. Uh, yeah. The, uh, I used to feel the way you do feel about Christmas music. Yeah. When I worked at Lowe's. Yeah. When you got out of, heard it all the time. Once I got out of there, it, it, it did change. Like I, I'll have it on the car at times uh, now. Now I can't listen to it five days a week. Yeah. I'll put it in there and then maybe by like Wednesday, I'm putting it back on regular rodeo well, and then back. But, it's, but I can listen to it before. No fucking way was that happening. It just sounds so packaged. Like, okay, you must feel this way now. That Bluebell commercial does that shit. <laughs> of 
fucking tell me what the good old... So everything that's broken there, does it start trying to mend when you hear that song? No, and it, you feel it starting to mend, you're like, fuck this. No, no I just... It's, you will stay broken. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hearing that song in my head right now. When that song comes on, I'm, I'm going to hear that. Your, lawyers, so that. <laughs> your lawyers are not happy right no. now. Right. Okay. Jovi Singh Santa is coming to town. The new plan, dig deep down. All right, is what I have. High tower surprise, cameras cut, engine not ready, rangers pursue, new, new plan... Jovi reluctantly starts singing because she was self-conscious about singing. That's what it was. Her voice reminded me of somebody playing a trumpet (laughs) half-assed. That's what it sounds like. All right. But other other than that, like that's 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 a problem with me. Sure. Well, no, the the problem with the bluebell thing is all me. I'm sure of it. But (laughs) for some reason, that does not sit well with. I don't. Anyway, engine. Okay, so Jovi sings. Santa's coming to town. The engine is fixed, but gets knocked off. This this. Could be almost a high tower surprise. A little bit too, yeah. Singing spreads. Walter is persuaded, and Santa gets the power. So Santa's sleigh takes off. Buddy has managed to save Christmas and a lot of other people too. Walter starts his own business, and their first book is a hit. Basically, the elf story. Buddy and Jovi are too. They go visit Papa. Buddy finally has found a place he belongs, and Walter is now a family man. Is what I have, sort of as the storming the castle and. And heading into the final image. Mm-hmm. From infant with no real home to father with an infant and a real sense of place and belonging are sort of his beginning and ending images, I guess. Yeah. He was an orphan infant and now has become... Because I'm assuming that Jovi and him, Buddy, got together because they go to visit Papa and he has a baby. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so Jovi and Buddy became... That would be about a year later, I'd imagine. Yeah. Because the book had come out and there's a baby there. Yes, start his own firm and they have a successful book. And so now he... At least nine from, months. From infant right? to having an infant, from from orphan to family, family two dads, yeah. mother the the, the yeah. and Christmas. No family to being part of the head of the family. Sure, so. yeah, there you go. Yes, Christmas spirit, I guess. And he's spread Christmas cheer with his book and his. That's true. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. And his father's no longer on the naughty list. Right. Most likely not. No. That's yeah, true. they don't really talk about that. They never give resolution, yeah. but he but he quit his job for his family. And he yep. sings, and the whole rest of that movie, he's like, I'm not fucking singing. Yeah. I'm not, it wouldn't even entertain a goddamn Christmas gram. So, yeah, yes. yeah, him singing, like, that's that's fine. I just, yes, like I just think it was, was rushed. It was real quick. Yeah, absolutely. He it was needed too more easily, beat to, to get there. Yes, it was there, too easily accomplished. There may have been, with this movie being right about an hour and a half, who knows? There may sure. be something like that cut out. Yeah, this is probably not the first cut, you know. Yeah, give me the hour, 45-minute version. Maybe it's in there. James Conn extended edition. That's right. Yeah. But with somebody like Will Ferrell in the character he was playing, I don't think there's a whole lot of room for, you know, hard story. No. You know. No, exactly. I don't think you can have hard story with uh, a character like Buddy the Elf yes. being so over the top. Yes. Now, does it hit what it's it intended? Tried, right? It tried to show change and have a character change and all yeah. that stuff. So it, they could have. They just, the execution wasn't. Yeah, there was no. No real there. sustained yeah. dark night. There were, you, you know, know, 950 off off the mark, you know. This is essentially... Right. On the change. Yes. It's essentially Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. With live action. Now, now <laughs> is it fun? Uh, yes. From, from start to finish, there's a lot of fun moments in this movie. So, yeah, like Cotton Candy, don't expect that you're going to be able to run a marathon after. You know, this is not, you know, so, not complex solid carbohydrates you're eating nutrition. Here. Yeah. Right. But every year we watch it, and every year I don't mind it, you know. Right. But it's a classic. It's on, you know, 
Turner and AMC oh, yeah. and all those stuff. It'll be played for years and years and years. Yes. So get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. If you're smart as a, as a musical artist, you make a Christmas song so that every year you get those big fat royalty checks. You know. Right. I'm sure Mariah Carey could not work another day in her life just on Christmas music. You know. Exactly. Yeah. You don't have to pay the song rights usually, the royalty rights. Yeah. You just get the performance and all the sales. Yeah. Makes me think of that Love Actually. Where the uh, he's converting his huh? his song from "Love Is All Around Us" to "Christmas Is All Around oh, Us." Yeah. But he keeps fucking up the the lyrics. Yeah, "Christmas yeah. Is All Around Us." <laughs> I can Feel do it, it in yeah. my toes. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. That's I, I do like the movie. Yes, it's fantastic. what's it? What's it called? Love, Love actually. actually. It's got Hugh Grant. And, oh, uh, I think we talked about that. Yeah, you got to If you haven't yeah, seen Liam that Neeson's one. in it. Um, shit, I'm Bill so, Nye is the, yeah, the guy yeah. we were just talking about, the musician. Uh, yeah, it's funny shit. I watched it and I didn't like it. What? <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, I watched it and I liked it. I mean, yeah. I didn't like the squishy stuff with Kira Knightley. I think that was a little bit creepy. I think but... I saw the right. It had. You said Hugh Grant, right? Yeah, he's the yeah, prime minister. And, uh, and Rick yes, Grimes the prom- from yeah. yeah. Rick Grimes holding before he's Rick Grimes holding up the cue cards, like giving like a secret message to her. He comes to her door and he's holding up like post like big cards with messages and stuff on it. To his best friend's wife. Yeah. Not creepy at all, is it? Yeah, part of rough. I think that's the movie in, I saw. He's in I love know. with her. I don't know if I've seen it. But like it, he doesn't like steal her away or nothing, so it ends right. Yeah, it ends right. Yeah, sure. But the other guy that, I'm going to go to America. I'll <laughs> yeah. be like Superman. <laughs> and he does. Yeah. Okay. Wait a minute. I don't, well, it, I mean, it has like five different stories yeah. going off. Yeah, yeah, Alan Rickman's in it. I'll check it out then. Yeah, it's actually Martin Snape Freeman. and Snape and Trelawney or whatever, because it's Emma Watson. Emma, whoops, Emma Thompson that played Trelawney and Harry Potter, and Alan Rickman played Snape, like the professors. And but they're a couple in this movie, so it just kind of cracks me up. Right. Every time I see Alan Rickman, I'm like, "You son of a bitch," because <laughs> a lo- love actually what he does in that movie. Like, oh you yeah, right. motherfucker. Oh, but yeah. he's fantastic. Yeah, fantastic yeah. in that movie. I don't know. I think that was the one that. I kept hearing, oh, you need to watch it, you know, on yeah. the commercials or something. And I did, and I'm like, eh. All right, I'll check it out. Sounds- Give it a shot. It's All a good right. Christmas movie. <laughs> All right. Tis the season, as they say. Sure. All right, we ready this for- is- Mary, that's my name. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> a little nipply. Does say nipply? <laughs> yes. Let's do the thing with the thing and the thing. Pass to consider. You ready? All right. All right. You want to start a share? Okay. Of course, I recommend it. I love this movie. The first time I watched it, I loved it. I am a fan of Will Ferrell. Sure. So, yes, if you're a fan of Will Ferrell, watch it. If you're not a fan of Will Ferrell, please watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm at work. Oh, hold on. That's why I wrote that, that saying down, the best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. I, all year long, I ask them at work, can I please sing Christmas songs? And they keep saying no. No, smart. Well, <laughs> I know it. But Very I love people. I love singing I, Christmas songs. I love the Christmas songs. I will listen to them. I've been playing them before Thanksgiving in my car. I know. And I'll play them <laughs> after know. Christmas until they take it off the, the radio. I just don't understand it. I don't get it. To me, it, it's like a nail going through my skull. You know, I, I don't understand that. Okay. Right. <laughs> anyway, so you recommend it. But yes, I recommend it. All right. 
I'm the same way. Recommend. It's a fun movie. I didn't. I wasn't a fan of Will Ferrell until, like I said, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but this is one of those movies that, like, hell yeah, I'm yeah. going to watch it. Yeah. All right. And it's a good family movie. It is. Christmas movie. But obviously, I don't watch it all throughout the year. I just watch it in Christmas. Right, right. Yeah. Recommend for me. Yeah. It's Colin Jameson. It's a good family movie. It's hits all the marks that you expect out of a Christmas movie. Sure. Despite, you know, some of the, I guess, issues that we discussed with the, the story and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. It accomplishes what it's supposed to. And yeah, if you're, so if you haven't seen it and you're going to watch a Christmas movie, watch this one, not Die Hard, because Die Hard's not a Christmas movie. <clears throat> you can right. watch, you can watch Die Hard any other time of the year, just not for Christmas okay. to get your, your Christmas marks. Die Hard's an amazing this is movie. A revelation. Die Hard's an amazing movie. It's not a Christmas movie. Anyhow, okay. Elf is good. But would Recommend. you watch it between Thanksgiving and New Year's? I would watch Die Hard anytime, I sure. guess. So any know? excuse to watch it. Right. And. Yeah, look, and maybe I've been converted by my wife because the the you you've said them you know multiple times, you know excuse to watch. She doesn't buy these excuses, so yeah, we don't watch. Die Hard is not on our list of Christmas movies That's that we insane. watch every year. Well, you go in there and you tell her otherwise. Yeah, <laughs> right. I've been trying, it doesn't work. But no, but I, but for well, real. I will say, I'm gonna put it on her. I don't think it's Christmas. Christmas. Oh my it it did come out in the summer because I remember I went to the theater to see it. But when did Elf come out? Hey, there you go. When was it released? January or something. I don't know. But you should go home and be like, did you know that Phil and James and Sherry all think that Die Hard is a Christmas yeah. movie? We should watch it. We should find out if they're wrong. It was released in November. <laughs> so I guess release date streaming was December 2015. But yeah, it was released in November probably. Yeah. So what, not, Elf? Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a Christmas. Yeah. So they designed it for that reason. All right. Yeah. I don't remember any Christmas movies come out as summer blockbusters. Yeah. November 7th, 2003. All right. What? Elf. Elf yeah. Oh, when did Die Hard? Let's see. I, I'm thinking it was in May or June or 1988. something. 1988. Um, Lord, July 20th, 88. Yeah. yeah. That was definitely designed to be a summer blockbuster then. You so know. Not a your, Christmas movie. It's your turn. <clears throat> Is that what we're saying? Uh, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> saying. <laughs> All right. I, I, I recommend it. It's a weak recommend and a strong consider. Uh, it is a fun mm. movie. That everybody enjoys. Not, I don't think it bears up under examination. But who besides us story nerds examines movies, right. especially especially Christmas yeah. movies? Uh, I, unless you're going to bar is low, and I think this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I see what you're saying, but I guess, and I don't know if you agree with this or not, Phil. But like, I can't like turn that off. No, I can't either. Like, no matter any movie I sit down to watch, I'm. The wheels are, are, you know, returning and I'm analyzing it. And it yes. annoys the shit out of my wife. Or, or I can't turn it off. I, I have to start breaking it down in yes. my head. And, mm -hmm. okay, oh, there, there's there's the breaking the two. There's sure. the, wait, wait, what's going on here? Then well, anytime I start to question stuff, then I start to go, all right, was I not paying attention or is this weak? Well, you know? yes, me too, mostly. I can watch a movie and if I'm into it, it might not occur to me. If it starts to occur to me, about the beats, then I think maybe it's, it's, if I'm thinking about it too much, yeah, yes. yeah, I start off thinking that way, but yeah, if I get pulled into the movie, then it's like, oh man, that was a really good movie, yes. and then only multiple viewings am I yes. able to break it down. But yeah. watching Elf, if I'm, yeah, I was yeah. like, that's that's a little fast, that's that, a little fast change, you know. Sure, you're right. A good movie will pull you in if you're still yeah. breaking the finale down in the final image. Yeah, you yeah. never got into because I was movie. I was shocked because I'd watched Elf before and not really thought about it because I just didn't think about it. Right. This time, I was shocked by sort of the superficiality of the change and this kind of thing. Now, that being said, like I said, I enjoyed the shit out of it because it's funny. Yeah. You know? So Lebowski is hard to break down for me, but that yeah. it's, 
it's funny enough. I get into the movie enough. Like it, it was fine. Like it, I, I knew for me, I was like, all right, the beats are probably there, and I'm missing them. Let me just well, <laughs> yeah. with this and and what and, and you know enjoy the the scenes that are funny. Yeah, right, right. So, so basically, four recommends. I think Merry Christmas, Splotch Elf, uh, or, yeah. or Fred Claus, or Fred Claus. If you have <laughs> anyway, watch both of them. And you should, if you're a listener out there, go onto our Speak Pipe and say whether you like Fred Claus or Elf. Yeah. Better. And if Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah, that's that's it. And let us know. What yeah, Christmas know. movies you have to watch every year? I like Home Alone 2. I like both Home Alones. Yeah. And, and I like Jingle All the Way, even though that's silly as shit. Yeah. Um, I love Jingle All yeah, the Way. Jingle All the Way is a lot of fun, too. Put yeah. the cookie down. Put the I cookie just, down. I just, I just don't appreciate Turbo Man. a lot of the uh, sugar and cream about Christmas. So to me, Die Hard well, is a weapon. And, and you like mixed nuts. Yeah, Mixed Nuts, the Steve, old Steve Martin movie is good. It's, yeah. But again, it's not your typical Christmas movie. They they run a suicide hotline at Christmas. and <laughs> It is hilarious. Well, There's a serial killer in it, Gary wow. Shandling. That sounds hilarious. Suicide hotline and, and a serial killer? Yeah, Gary Shandling, yeah. Yeah, but at the end, they, you know, yeah. they about pull bad? it together. They have Santa Claus. They have the nativity Yes, thing. yes, it, 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 yes. What about Bad Santa? Because that's not your typical, you know. yeah. Sugar and I, cream, I've seen or whatever it was you Billy Bob, Billy Bob, yeah. yeah, yeah. I need to watch it again. I've only seen it once, and all right. I was just curious, to, you know, yeah. If you're looking for the something that's not your traditional Christmas movie, yeah, right? like Stacy doesn't like that one, but I think because it is because of what it is, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that might be a little, a little rough, a little rough, even. What's with you and fucking sandwiches? You always want <laughs> to give him a sandwich. With me? <laughs> I like it. I like uh, it a lot. I'm warming up to it now. Yeah. All right, anything else? That's Elf. That's Elf. Four recommends. Merry Christmas. See you in the new season. Oh, yeah, you should get us on, what is it, Letterboxd? Letterboxd? Yes, we are We are on Letterboxd. I'm, I'm stacking up our profiles with movies, and you'll find our reviews on there eventually, Letterboxd. And we have a speak pipe, and we want you to reach out and tell us what you think. and Recommendations as well. Recommendations, whatever. We, Let us know. We would like some input, so please do that. Yeah. And our link tree. All of our social medias and links are on that. Sites, yeah. TikTok, so, Facebook. For all of us, yeah. So reach out because we want to hear from you. And see you in season three. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> All year long, I asked them at work, can I please sing Christmas songs? And they keep saying no. No, smart. Well. <laughs> As a father, which is a big part of adulting. Oh, yeah. Kids, he's fucking failing. Failing. Yeah. I remember when we talked about Fred Claus and I was like, eh, it's no elf. My patience for that kind of movie is very limited. Mm. Look at Chris's face. But it's He's not a rolling Christmas. his eyes. To me, what made the whole thing work is because of their beat the shit out of fucking buddies. You're saying that there's nepotism in the North Pole? Crossing the threshold is a lengthy process across many miles, fraught with dangerous raccoons, apparently. Anything that takes place at Christmas that mentions Christmas, it's a Christmas movie. Well, so ho, ho, ho. That's a Christmas saying. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, it, well, it happened at a Christmas party. There you go. <laughs> <laughs>